Welcome to Unity of Tucson. So, Charles Fillmore, co-founder, said this about zeal. And I'm just going to say, Lord, my middle name, I, you know, I'm going to confess, this is the truth, my middle name is zeal. No, it really is. It's legally zeal. And you want to know why? When I became a minister now, maybe 17 years ago, I wanted to be Reverend Zeal because I had a mentor named Reverend Nirvana, a mentor called Reverend Rainbow, a, a mentor called Reverend Sage. And I thought, what am I going to be? Reverend Zeal. And I went to the courtroom. This is up in Tacoma, Washington. And you have to legally go into court to change your name. And when I went up in front of the judge, she looked at me and she said, what is zeal? <laughs> so I said, well, you know what enthusiasm is. And she looked at me, she's like, yeah, I go, that's what zeal is. She said, are you changing your name because you're trying to escape the law? <laughs> True question. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> So what inspired me to change my middle name from Ellen, it was Sue Ellen, uh, to Sue Zeal, is this quote that I heard many, many, many years ago, okay? I fairly sizzle with zeal and enthusiasm and spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that are to be done by me today. It used to say ought. It used to say that ought to be done. But because we really want to be an inclusive community and start to bring the, the language from the past into the presence in terms of inclusion, it says that ought, not ought to be done by me, but are to be done by me. Sizzling. How does sizzle with zeal feel today? So guess what? You don't just got a light. That was a song. You got a light. You are a light. As I look out at each one of you, I see supernovas. Seriously, stardust. So as I was thinking about zeal and enthusiasm and the light, I started thinking about stars and where we came from billions of years ago. You've heard the Big Bang Theory, some of you, Big Bang. We came from this little grapefruit size explosion in the universes billions of years ago. Stars and universes and galaxies and everything came forth. Physicists are now saying that there wasn't just one Big Bang, if that's what you believe, that there were many bangs and that there are many multiverses, universes. I would recommend or suggest that each one of you is a baby bang. <laughs> Sitting in your chair right now, right? Because what we know to be so about zeal, it's that momentum, it's that overflow, it's the, I want to express that as a unique, divine, magnificent, with a capital M, emanation, you're springing forth and just expressing who you are in this world. Now, it may not always feel like that. We'll get to that in a moment. You are supernova sitting in your seat, rockets in your pocket, How, whatever metaphor you want to use. Look out, look out. Magnificence. And did you know that what we see here is only 1%? The material world is only 1% 
of what we see. 99% quantum physicists would say is spiritual, is space, is energy, just waiting to come into form as you. So as we look out and see the magnificence and I see the supernovas, I'm still, we're still only seeing a small little portion of what's possible. That's zeal. I was asking my friends this week, what does zeal mean to you? And the joy, enthusiasm, uh, momentum, all of that. And one of my friends said, zealot, I'm not sure how I feel about zeal. And we'll get to that in a moment too. Because it can be like, my way or the highway, right? We see that in the world today. But we're going to talk about the positive aspects of zeal. And we'll talk a little bit about how to bring wisdom as a superpower in to have it be a little more aligned with what we want to create in the world. So zeal, enthusiasm, all this really wonderful energy and to sizzle or fizzle. That's the question. With it. To sizzle or fizzle. And I'm going to share a little bit of my, about my own story. Because sizzling or fizzling is a choice. You know, we believe in and we share the principles, practical principles for, for living and creating the life that you want to live that we get to choose. And so when I mentioned that I became Reverend Zeal many years ago, I was experiencing zeal from a place of doing it, making it happen, being up here and just like, you know, and I was getting exhausted and I was getting overworked and I was getting stressed out and it's like, what's going on here? I forgot, right? I was telling myself a story that I was doing it myself, that I forgot that I'm connected, that I am one with the divine, that the energy of zeal is coming through in and as me at all times, that I don't need to make it happen. But I was telling myself this story. And so I was wondering why I was getting tired. Anybody ever have that where it's like, yeah, especially now, a lot going on. So I would suggest or invite you to consider that maybe fizzling comes from a place of listening. I'll just own it myself, listening to stories that simply aren't true, forgetting who I am, forgetting the truth and the magnificence of who I am, separating myself or thinking I could possibly be separated from the divine, the divine energy, the divine essence, the magnificence of the universe coming through in and as each one of us, right? We're all one. Because no one can steal your zeal <laughs> unless you let them, including yourself. No one can steal your zeal. In fact, I was thinking about this, Laura. I think that I think zeal is a verb. Zealing. Like, like love is a verb. To zeal. I'm gonna zeal today. I'm gonna zeal. I'm zealing. I'm feeling the zealing. Let's turn it into a verb. You know, Reverend Jonathan always talks about the words, and let's just, let's just create a verb. Zeal's a verb right now, just like that. That's zealistic. <laughs> That's I love it. There you go, Mary. All right. <clears throat> so what gets in the way? What is, gets in the way of our experiencing expressing zeal 24-7? Okay. Six inches. Here to here. Right? The thoughts that we tell ourselves, the thoughts of what I can or can't do, how we feel in that space, I am. I am blank. Oftentimes, 
I don't fill the blank in with, I am magnificent. I put other words in there that are not serving me or the world. Do you ever do that? Consciously or unconsciously, okay? Six inches between you and zeal, experiencing, expressing. Now, I'm not saying to jump into a spiritual bypass. We've talked a little bit about that in this community, which means you're going to fake it. Like you're having, it is awesome to let yourself off the hook. And as a vegan, I would say, cut yourself some slack. <laughs> I don't say get yourself off the hook. Um, but cut yourself some slack, as Reverend Jonathan tells us. So maybe you really are having a tough time physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever's going on in your life. That's okay. Okay, it doesn't mean you're going to have to just jump over it and go, oh, I'm going to coat it over with an affirmation and I'm okay and not really believe it deep down. Okay, we're not talking about spiritual bypass. And we'll talk a little bit as we close about the ways that you can tap into your magnificent zealing, feeling of zealing on a more regular basis. Last year, I turned 60, um, almost in the middle of covid I had left a really good job at time, or so I thought, and I was hanging out in my family's rescue ranch in San Diego. I pretty much was letting go of ministry. I pretty much was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and be when I grow up. I pretty much was starting to fizzle. And whether or not you're 60, 70, 80, 90, and actually Ernest, um, Ernest Holmes, Charles Fulmore, that quote was when he was 94 years old. I say Ernest Holmes because I come from a tradition that's a sister community called Centers for Spiritual Living as a minister. So here I was turning 60, and whether or not whatever age you're at, I was starting to feel the, the fizzle of what do I do when I grow up? Where do I go? And I was writing a lot of words in my own stories in my head about, I am not this, I'm not that, what do I do next? And so what I did next was to really go into appreciation, gratitude. Gratitude's the attitude where nothing else, resentment can't hang out with gratitude, negativity can't ha hang out with gratitude. So I started to really be grateful for everything that I had and I was and I am still in my life. You know, gratitude journals, getting up in the morning and just remembering, and the simple things. Sometimes in community, we talk about being really big and zeal has to mean I'm going to take on the world. Well, I am the world. We are the world in form. But at the end of the day, it could be as simple as, what am I grateful for? I, I'm, I've got a roof over my head. I've got some food in the fridge. I have enough left over to share in being service, okay? So appreciation. I started to get in tune with what I appreciated and being grateful. Karen Drucker says that I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed to be stressed, right? It's hard to be stressed when you're feeling grateful. The second thing that I took on was wisdom, and wisdom, and this is going somewhere, A, W, wonder what that third letter is, W for wisdom. I took on wisdom. And that means, I said tempering zeal with wisdom, that is getting still, tuning in and asking, what am I to be and do here? It doesn't have to be huge. It can be something as simple as, who do I smile at? Who do I connect with today? Who maybe needs a little cheer? Maybe I'm the one that needs a little cheer, but just really tuning in to the wisdom of what I'm here to be and do and listening. 
listening to the answer and really wanting to know the answer. And then E was engage, A-W-E, being in awe. So I engaged. I engage with my community. I engage with the spiritual community. I engage in spiritual practices. Spiritual practices. Prayer, meditation, walking meditation, being out in nature, playing, having fun. Being around, I was on a rescue ranch. I hung around with 40 horses and a mule, four dogs, three feral cats, two, three birds, a bunch of hummingbirds, honeybees, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Hard to stay fizzling in that environment. I stepped into awe, A-W-E, appreciation, wisdom, and engagement, Okay. And so I invite you, as you think about whatever's going, it's very easy nowadays, right? With the media coming at us, inflation's doing this, and, and gas prices are doing this, and all of this, wherever you are with that, cut yourself some slack and remember who you really are. That's the key. We talk about that in this community. I love that about this community, that we get to remind each other so community looks like, maybe you're coming in and you just really want somebody to just acknowledge you and see who you, for who you truly are, like we are right now. Or maybe you're in a little bit in the overflow and you've got a little more zealand going on and you're gonna be sharing, right? That's what we're here for, community. Of course, there's classes. Of course, there's fantastic prayer chaplains. If you haven't yet got your prayer on, going on with a prayer chaplain. And here's the thing. I invite you to consider asking for a prayer, setting a prayer intention from a place of not just what's going wrong and, and, and moving beyond that, celebrating what's so right now, the gratitude, the awesome things that are occurring and emerging as your life now, and affirming that and affirming it again. Because what we appreciate appreciates what we water grows i love i'm a gardener so i love the the analogy of the so of the of, of the rich soil that we get to create so that zeal naturally emerges that dandelion that comes up through the concrete that how did it possibly do that because it's zealing feeling the zealing coming up it's got to do its thing and so each one of you it's a divine emanation, divine spark, a spark of the divine, a supernova continuing to come forth and express who you really are. And we see you and we know you and that's what we're here to be for each other separately and together. Peace and blessings. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz. And I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.